0: hi everyone it's margarita from raw real organic authentic results so i know a lot of you would have heard me talking about fight flight and freeze but there are also some other things that trigger us and where we hop into and one of them is actually called fawning so i don't know if you've heard of this or not it is a newish um word that is going around or the moment at the moment but it is basically codependency and people pleasing so it's often when we are struggling with boundaries with setting our own our own boundaries and actually saying no because we fear that if we say no we're not going to be liked and you know what are people going to think of us so while it's kind right to be accommodating it's a really valuable trait it can actually very quickly cross over into fawning behavior or what we call codependency self uh, people pleasing which can then significantly impact your life and your relationships so i want to explore what the dangers of fawning are the signs of fawning and what that looks like for you so you know and some practical strategies that can help you break free from this because it's a very harmful pattern. It's actually a behavioral pattern that involves putting other people's needs before your own, which equates to self neglect. And it is typically characterized by extreme need for approval, validation and acceptance from others. And the thing is, it can manifest in a variety of ways. But this includes people pleasing, inability to say no, and difficulty setting your own boundaries. So codependency, it's often linked to negative self-esteem. And that can lead to feelings of resentment and anger and burnout. So you will know what I'm talking about. If you are fighting, if you've got that internal fight going on about Why did you say this? Why can't you just talk about it yourself? What's wrong with me? So codependency was initially identified as a context of addiction, and it's characterized by a partner's excessive focus. But then it's also become widely described in a basically a range of relationships where one person enables the other's dysfunctional behavior. So it's more recently been described Um, in the same tendencies and is more uh, more widely recognized in the context of interpersonal relationships. So it can be incredibly challenging to recognize and that's because we're usually right in the middle and the thick of it and it can often appear as kindness and generosity but it does overlap as i said and it includes things as difficulty saying no we struggle to say no even when it is not in our best interest and we may be feeling guilty or anxious about disappointing the others which causes us to it causes us to sacrifice our own needs and our own desires right So you may already be resonating with this. You've learned that this is maybe one of your protector parts. You need to be a people pleaser because if you are not, you're going to be shot down, put down, belittled. So people who often engage in this, we go out of their ways to please others. And I mean really out of your way. Compromising your own beliefs, your own values and your own boundaries. And this is incredibly intense, right? When we need to get the approval and validation from others, it causes a cycle that becomes our people-pleasing behavior. And I put that in inverted brackets. We have a lack of boundaries. We have a lack of self-values and our own self-beliefs. So this can also lead to a lack of autonomy and self-respect and it allows others to actually take advantage of you, leading to feelings of powerlessness and actually resentment. So a lot of you right now may be really resonating with this. You may be having these aha moments. Why have you not been able to say no and it may go right back to early childhood trauma that you have learned that enable to be seen and able to be loved and able to be acknowledged, you've learned that you need to please that person on the other side. And the more you please them, you get that acknowledgement of you're doing right. But sometimes you may not be getting that acknowledgement right, which leads you to people please even more, which then from a very early age loses who you really are. And you grow up and you come through your childhood and into adolescence and through to being an adult, actually not understanding your own boundaries, your own self-worth. It has a significant impact on your emotional well-being. And you know what? This can actually lead to feelings of anxiety, depression and low self-esteem. So are you resonating with this? I'm sure if you are listening to this, you probably are. You need to be able to prioritize your own needs over others. And it actually right now may feel like you are not living an authentic life. And that is because you are not. And this leads, right, when we are not leading an authentic life, to a sense of disconnection from ourselves and others. And it leaves you feeling alone and isolated. And when we additionally engage in fawning behavior... It can lead to feelings of being burnt out because we keep struggling to keep up with the demands of others and you actually may feel like you're constantly and consistently putting out fires and you never ever ever have time for yourself which can then lead to physical and emotional exhaustion feeling you leaving you feeling maybe depleted and overwhelmed now I know this because I have been there and it's an incredibly dangerous cycle, and there's a, there's several roots that it can come from: past trauma, as I said, all the way back to childhood, a lack of healthy role models, um, low self-esteem. So when we look at how we've been brought up. What were those role models in your life? What were they like for you? And that's another topic that we need to look at. And we actually go back seven generations if needed to actually work out what your what your what your patterns are that you're using that were based on your mum and your dad um, on both Uh, your grandmother and your grandfather on both sides of your mum and your dad and actually further their mum and dad and their grandmother and their grandfather so it really can go back to the trauma that the whole family's experienced and it's become a coping mechanism for you to avoid conflict and to protect yourself from perhaps further harm but it can also be from people who have grown up in dysfunctional family dynamics and you may have learnt to prioritize the needs of others over your own. So low self-esteem is another common, really common cause of fawning behavior as people may not, you may not, feel that you're worthy of love or attention on your own for your own merits you may believe that you need to earn the extra love and approval of others through your actions, leading to excessive, and I mean excessive, people-pleasing skills. You feel like your actions as congruent congruent, and authentic are not enough. So the thing is, is that fawning behavior is linked to low self-esteem. And when you engage in this behavior, you struggle to prioritize your own needs and desires. When you prioritize the needs of others over your own, you very often feel like you're not deserving of the love and attention of your own. So we need to really unpack that. Because this leads to a cycle of negative self-talk and a lack of self-confidence and you know that self talk we talk it's a it's a vicious cycle going round and round of looping thoughts and our thoughts control our actions and our actions control our events so we need to be really careful what we're actually saying but the other addition is engaging in this fawning behavior can reinforce your feelings of low self esteem that you're not living your authentic life And what happens then, it leads to a sense of disconnection from yourself and others. And again, as I've said before, leaving you feeling isolated and alone. So when we work through one of my courses, we look at setting healthy boundaries because it is a crucial step in breaking free from fawning behavior. So here are some practical strategies that you can use and that is number one identify with your values what are your priorities in your life because identifying with your values and priorities can help you create the framework for setting your boundaries when you know what is important to you it becomes easier to say no to things that do not align with your values so I need you to practice saying no and at this point in time right on your mirror I am enough and every time you look at that mirror you are telling yourself you are enough as you are because I know that saying no when you've learned to be a people pleaser can be very challenging especially When you're used to saying yes all the time right however the more you practice saying no it can help you become more comfortable with setting your boundaries by standing up and saying no to the small requests and work your way up to the more significant ones you need to set time for you you are important and it's like what they say on the plane right if the oxygen mask comes down you look after yourself first so it's time to look after yourself. So when you're setting boundaries, it is essential to communicate them clearly and assertively. Be direct about what you need and why you need it. And often start to use I statements. So communicating other, with others effectively without fawning involves assertively expressing your needs and desires while responding to the needs and desires of others as well because you are just as important, actually as in more important because it's coming from you. You need to stand up for yourself first because when you learn to know that self-love comes from yourself, we cannot go and buy love. And it's like Marilyn Monroe and a lot of other people who sought the love of the whole world around them because they didn't value themselves so we need to start you valuing you for you you are lovable for yourself and actually you know what you always have been but right now it may not seem like this so what is something else that you can use to really create this stepping into your own power when you feel unheard you need to practice active listening, active listening to you as well. Reflect back on what other people have said to you, and this actually builds trust and creates a more meaningful connection okay but self- care and self-care practice is paramount for you right now. It is essential when breaking free of breaking free from fawning behavior. So it like, looks like developing a self-care ro- routine for you. So for me, when I first started practicing, it looked like getting up and doing some meditation, looking after my gut. Gut trauma um, nutrition is so important. Developing that self-care routine. So getting your gut, the gut inflammation down by going on to um, pre and probiotics, a um uh, like greens that you take in the morning and some fizz stick, for example and I still use that every single day because it basically gets me going it su- sets me up for the rest of the day and then you need to be getting outside you need to exercise you need to be journaling practice mindfulness and observe your thoughts and feelings reach out for support from me So we can actually learn to break you free from this fawning behavior. We get right to the root cause and develop strategies and set healthy boundaries for you. We help you break free from the trauma that you've experienced. And then rewire what has happened in the past. So that you basically set free that root cause. So you don't keep going back to the same bad habits because fawning often is a behavior that is impacting your life right now and your relationships and you may be recognizing it but you can't help it you've become addicted to the pattern the codependency and we have the strategies at raw put into place to help you break free from this harmful pattern It can significantly impact your life, your relationships, your feelings of burnt out resentment and low self-esteem by sticking with this fawning behavior, this codependency, this toxic um, behavior that you've developed. But the most amazing thing is you can actually come through this, right? And you can actually develop practical strategies And set healthy boundaries that you can break you free from these harmful patterns. And I can promise you, you, hand on heart, no matter how you are feeling right now, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You can live a more fulfilling life. Embracing your authentic self, prioritizing your own needs over the desires of others. And it is essential. Absolutely essential for living a happy and healthy life. So if this is resonating with you, I urge you to take that big step. It can seem scary, but by God is it worth it because I have been there. I hope this has helped you in realizing where you are and what is the fawning process that is happening in your life And I would love to hear from you. So please reach out. With love, with much love, Margarita from Raw.